0: I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you.
1: The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Solving life's mysteries one at a time. Woo! Oh, wow! Woo! Yeah! Oh, my. Oh, my. It's starting to even look like a triple rainbow. This is Tech Talk on Double
0: T 97.3. Hey, what's happening? Happy Thursday. Good afternoon and welcome. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3. Double T 97.3.com and the Double T 97.3 mobile app brought to you, as always, by our friends at Happy State Bank. Yours also on television, Fox 34 News Now. Also watchable on our YouTube channel as well. Alongside the doctor, Mike Gustafson. I'm Choice Woodman, filling in for the sickly Clint Scott again. Kyler Brown across the way taking care of us. You may also hit us up. Thoughts, comments, questions, allegations, accusations, (laughs) dreams, whatever you got. The uh, Yates Flooring Center chat line wide open to you as we're hanging out with you for the next... Three hours. What's good, Gus? How are you?
2: Our boy Clint, uh, pumped up on antibiotics. Hopefully, rallying.
0: Is he rallying?
2: Well, I don't know, but I think he is.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll see. They put him on the schedule next week. That's assuming mm-hmm. he's not, you know, keeled over. Yeah, they didn't send gone. us as.
2: They didn't send us like, hey, go to the West Wing, room two seventeen. Right. You it's know, like, we didn't get any of that. The- I think he's. It'll whatever hospital. it is, strap or crud or something, but yeah, he's probably all of it fighting it. And he's not the only one. I don't know a lot of that stuff's going around. So yeah, people quit breathing on each other, quit, uh, yep. you know, go wash your hands.
0: Well, Clint's problem is he always likes to lick the microphone. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a,
2: well, that day I went over there and listened to it, He was just licking all the door, all the doorknobs and everything over there. I like, think that's dude.
0: just a, like a normal Kansas. Attitude, I do too. I'm not, I think so. I'm not sure. Licking handrails
2: on the steps. And, Probably so. I mean, yeah, nasty. You
0: have to you have to train him when they leave the, the sunflower state, and he hasn't quite been. <laughs> it's all fully the run, trained.
2: all the running water and uh, electric switches and right. all that stuff just so blows to, his mind. For sure, he sits there and plays with them.
0: For sure, our you know our double T ninety seven three mobile app goes just about anywhere, but but Kansas, I don't think they've quite discovered the internet there yet. But uh, all over the place, you can listen in. Uh, we got a lot to get into, a lot of weird stuff in the world of sports. Of course, uh, you know, not great. wasn't really weird, just uh, a beatdown at the old Fortita Non Pastry Center yesterday in uh, Houston. Red Raiders fall. Seventy-seven fifty-four. Um, we were questioning why Vegas's line was so big. Apparently, Vegas uh, knew that Houston was going to play like madmen, and uh, they did. Texas Tech didn't have much of an answer. The uh, feel any different about Texas Tech than you did walking into that game? Because you got to be honest, I I don't. I mean, you weren't going to go eighteen and zero. That was um, no, not was really. A really good basketball team you faced last night too. So. I don't really think my outlook for the season just changed tremendously with the, with the loss.
2: Yeah. In 1991 tech football played Oregon actually played Wyoming and Oregon back to back. Hey, um,
0: maybe we shouldn't do that anymore.
2: I know. I think it was in that sequence too. Um, but and, and I remember Oregon beat us like a twenty four to twenty type game. You know, mm-hmm. good game. And and these this was one of the two years I was strength and conditioning on the sidelines and stuff. And I remember either walking out of there or post game or something and talking with the strength coach, you know, my boss, and he said they beat us the way we wanted to beat them. Yeah. And and I I don't think that uh I, I think based on coach McCaslin's Post game comments, and I believe those comments were to Chris on the uh, post game. You know, just on the broadcast. Right. He talked about, um, you know, he, that he he had he was glad our guys went through that experience, not not losing the game, but seeing sure. what it was that Houston did and the way they did it because i think he saw it as aspirational maybe his thought was just to see how hard they they do it and how hard how good they are at it and that we you know that we can get better at it defensively even though (coughs) i think he would i mean he acknowledges we're not all the defensive team we can be because of our you know injuries and losing our best defender and all that stuff but i i don't think it's a stretch to say that the, the sort of feverish defensive play that Houston throws at you is what Coach McCaslin – probably what every coach wants, but it's what we saw from Coach McCaslin's team last year in the NIT yeah. and, and probably something he wants to create as sort of a brand around here. And so, I, you know, there's probably – some learning, and and I don't know that, and I'm not even saying this in terms of our guys, you know, have been reading their newspaper clippings and needed needed to get their tails kicked in the ego egos and check. No, 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 I, I'm not saying it like that at all. I'm saying it in terms of just a true learning experience of, you know, realizing what that looks like, experiencing it up close, and and that yeah. sort of thing. And uh, you know, again, there maybe there's some growth for this team that they can you know that that can affect this team positively how to play against that how to play like that you know for the next two months and hopefully an extra week or so and then you know maybe more importantly for the younger dudes or the dudes that are going to be around for a couple more years to say hey this is that's what we want it to look like we know that that's the you know if, if there's a brand that's what we want the brand to look like and uh, and we've done that around here right you know that it's it's hard for me to look at it and say what our defense was better in twenty nineteen or twenty twenty two or whatever, but um, you know we've done that a couple of times, and so you know with the defenses that look like that Adonis arms and those guys were really good at that. Yeah, probably twenty nineteen with Culver and those dude Tariq and you know, uh, so so it's not something we've never seen before, but it's something you know we want to get back there to that.
0: Yeah, I think that's I think that's the hope at least uh coaches can preach all they want you could tell them hey they're going to go in and they're going to be a tough physical team and they're going to play great defense but until you experience it maybe maybe this team who is largely gathered of players that haven't played in the Big 12 mm-hmm. prior to this year um maybe maybe just didn't buy in until you you experience that and and the the mantra for this team this year toughest team wins yeah they were absolutely the tougher team, and, and it was a definitely a game where uh, they they bully you around. Sure, and they there was not that many whistles in the game, and that kind of game for sure favors Houston um, because of the way that they were ready for it. Uh, if if this would have been a a game where the whistles were or the refs were whistle happy, and you shot a lot of free throws, it's going to be a lot closer, but. It wasn't, and Texas Tech didn't adjust to it. Um, so I think the hope for, for McCaslin and company is that it becomes a learning experience, that yep. you are able to build off of it. Um, I, I just watched that Houston team last night. I'm like, how the heck did they lose two games I, last no, week? I agree. How? I mean, that's one of the top five teams in the country right now. Yeah. But it says so next to their name, but they look like it. They look like a Final Four team right now. Yeah, so, so that,
2: that's exactly right. They do look like that, and and I'm with you. I did the same thing. Like, damn, these guys got beat by, you know, like, PCU. and and a part of that's yeah. going on the road. Going on the it roads is, hard on and 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 you know, we we caught them on the perfect rebound, and in, in hindsight, but you know, we only have a couple dudes on our roster that look like those guys. One of them is over there in an ACL rig. Yeah. Uh, you know, Toussaint looks like some of their guards, but you know they they played out of their minds, kicked our butts, and uh, you know the good news is if we'd have lost by two or thirty-two, it's one loss. It and is so one loss. You know the key for them and for all of us is to to get past it and get on to Saturday because yeah. you, sh- you know these these home games are
0: critical. And other key, you you still are sitting in first place in the league currently, so not too much lost uh we'll get to some headlines with the juice coming up next more of your thoughts after that on double t
1: 97.3 the podcast that finishes your work day in a very red raider way this is the tech talk podcast from double t 97.3 presented by Cantech roofing and construction
0: Hey, it's time for the juice part of tech talk on double t973 double t973.com he's got some choice got some headlines for you today we'll start with the basketball side of things let's go uh, good news first i'm usually a bad news first guy but uh we got some good news lady raiders uh walk away with a ranked win you I talked about it briefly yesterday but needed to protect home court they protected home court yep and uh went at 7163 over number 24 Iowa State yeah it
2: was a fun watch yep. they uh they got after it and the crowd was good it seemed like i mean just good energy the whole deal and they played from ahead in a in a way that uh yeah you know just i mean it made, made it look easier probably than it was but they you know just they I think were they clicking and flowing yeah. and that was a 5 and 0 Iowa State team we yeah. may not have sold that properly. They were 5 and 0 in league play coming in, exactly. so really nice win.
0: Yeah, you got two really good wins at home right now in Kansas and Iowa State. Both uh well, Kansas was the WNIT champs and Iowa State was a tournament team last year, so um big win there. If if Goal is getting to the tournaments, um that's a big step in the right direction uh for those net rankings and that sort of thing for the Lady Raiders. Big big W. They will be back in action on Saturday. At uh, 5 o'clock against BYU, that one in Provo, BYU coming to town for the men uh, at the same time here on Saturday. Red Raiders lose, as we talked about, uh, to Houston 77-54 last night and uh, kept it close for, I don't know, first 10 minutes or so, and then it it stretched out quite a bit after that. Houston goes on some runs and uh, ultimately... Comes away with the win, so uh, Texas Tech had sole possession of first place in the league for about 24 hours, and then now it's uh, a four-way tie in first place in the Big 12. At 3-1, and one, uh, Red Raiders back in action at home against number 20 BYU on Saturday evening at 5 o'clock. Uh, I don't understand the scheduling there. Maybe, maybe someone else... Uh, maybe at Texas Tech or somewhere can help me understand it a little better. Why do you have two teams playing against the same opponent, Obviously, different locales at the exact same time. Why are both games tipping off at yeah, I five guess o'clock?
2: The, I guess the uh, the television decisions are made independent of each other.
0: Well, the 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 ones outside of ESPN Plus, I uh, yes, yeah. the tech games on ESPN two, So. Right, so, so we didn't decide that one. Right, so I, I don't understand why BYU. Because my understanding, you pretty well get to pick your time with the On ESPN the Plus. Plus. Yeah, pretty yeah, well. Good, there may be suggestions question. from the the league, but I don't understand why BYU wouldn't have started at three o'clock or which is one o'clock. Yeah, their local right? time, sure. So one yeah. o'clock, or I guess yeah, two o'clock there. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't. Mountain I don't time, get yeah. that quite. But anyway, you start both games, both the uh, same opponent, different locations, exact same time. The exact on same
2: time. Yeah. the The issue there is, what you what you're t- talking, what you're taking an issue with, is not them being opposite each other right. in location. You're talking about that they both tip off at yeah, exactly both off at the same time. The yeah, you, mean, can't you can't even stagger them a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you can't even least. follow the, can't you know, you can't even listen to the one game on the way to the right. other one or. Go home and watch the other one or whatever. It kind of seems like it's a yeah. it Just seemed, yeah. seemed kind of odd to me. And maybe you know maybe maybe it there it may fits something that's going on in Provo and that's, that's all that's that really matters. The True. local local crowd, I guess. But yeah, it's kind of yeah. tough for those of us who would be tuned in on the radio or Trying whatever. To find both. Yeah, yeah. sure.
0: Uh, hold on, just got a text from Chuck. Maybe he can tell. Here me. we go. I said Provo's mountain. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was one hour. I said two hours. One hour. There you go. Yes, Provo's mountain time, but it's still. Same time, our time. They're both 5 o'clock central time tip-offs.
2: Lady Raiders net ranking 62 this morning. Okay, so moving yeah.
0: into the territory. Not not mm-hmm. quite where you need to be, but nope. uh, definitely moving upwards. Um, Red Raider basketball with Grant McCaslin. You want to tune in tonight, hear from the head coach himself. Not many losses he's uh, experienced here at Texas Tech yet, but he'll talk about that and, of course, look ahead to BYU. That'll be at 6 o'clock from Rudy's on Double
2: T 97 three. You know that TCU women's story. And we talked about it yesterday, you know, the, the the forfeiting two games.
0: Yeah. Dude. So this came out right after I left, right? Uh, Yeah. Okay. You and Jeff talked about it.
2: And, and I, I think it made the rounds and yeah, I mean, it got talked about this morning and just all that, but you know, I, I was thinking I gotta look at you know of course so now I'm getting the in front of the computer I had it in my mind all day check the net ranking because we've talked about the men's side and I had and we've talked about the women's team a ton yeah but hadn't put their net rankings and like all right we need to get those strong parallel tracks and that's what I'm doing now but I'm sitting there looking at this and their net ranking and the women's team is at 38, 36, yeah okay. which is kind of bubble ish you know yeah. about yeah. where our men are and and you you think. That's that's a big
0: deal. Like those two forfeits are a big well, deal. Okay, so what I understand is it does not go against your record. Oh. It goes against your league record, but Crap. there are no contests for the NCAA. Which all right then that to me is is part of the makes whole makes it kind of risk free. Well, well, it's it? kind of the whole chicken bleep stuff to begin with. Like I, that's why I think I there understood is, it
2: with COVID when. You know, you, sure. they were trying to they're keep
0: forcing it, yeah, yeah and ke- I mean,
2: not not have outbreaks and all that stuff. But this is, you know, now we're back to spraying ankles and ACLs and stuff like that. And it's yeah, like, I mean, dang, there's no penalty, there's no penalty for doing this. And I, you know, m- maybe the NCA views this as a player safety thing, like, no, what we don't want to do is create a bunch of deals where. You know, five kids are going out there and trying to play games, or seven, or whatever it is, yeah. or somebody's trying to play through injuries so, so they're not wrecking their team's chances. But dang, if that doesn't, you know, if that's just yeah, a risk free deal, like how about the n- next time we've got two games against, you know, whoever, so, Baylor? And, so so TCU is 14 and four right. right now. Hey, we're playing the first and second place teams in the deal. Uh oh. Yeah. A hamstring.
0: Exactly. A yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not just straight out calling them, but it looks extremely nefarious. I mean, it does. And, but, it
2: seems kind of risk-free to do that. Yeah, I mean, so,
0: so TCU is 14-4. and four. And if people don't know what happened, TCU, if, you, if you're if just joining or something, TCU women's basketball forfeited. And this was – K-State was already in town, right? That's what that's what I'd I had heard. Yeah. I've
2: heard you guys say there. Somebody said that. Yeah, K-State so. was
0: in town last night in Fort Worth. They, they decide, hey, we're going to pull the plug on this game. Uh, And then the next one coming up against Iowa State this weekend, they say, hey, we don't have enough players available, which this was a COVID-implemented rule, Mm -hmm. the purpose of it. Um, The purpose of it had more
2: to do with a flu than... Exactly. So
0: it's a, yeah. So, I mean, if they came out and said, hey, six of our players are dog sick right right now, then it it makes it more understandable. But with so much, you know, unknown... Lack of transparency in this—it looks really bad for TCU, but it's something they can get away with. They're fourteen and four right now. They could go win four games in a row in Big Twelve and get to eighteen and four, right? But that would be their NCAA record, eighteen and four. But they would be eighteen and or they would have six losses in Big Twelve play or whatever it was. I don't, I don't know. They would; those would count against Big Twelve record. So their Big Twelve record will not match up with their ncaa record at the end and what goes into the net rankings it's it's crazy craziness to me yeah um, that sure whole is. story is is wild and i don't i don't understand how you can just you know kind of just lack, get away
2: with punt. it yeah i know i agree
0: um nfl let's see mike mccarthy got his uh vote of confidence yeah. that we were looking for yesterday
2: evening yeah we do do does appear we have closure doesn't it yeah i, I mean,
0: mean yeah it's never a good thing when you have to announce that your hmm. coach is going to gonna be sticking around, but the Cowboys did make that announce. Well, kind of. Uh, sent it through you know, sources and stuff.
2: It's really interesting that, I mean, when you think about, you know, if, if, if you're just in the position of, you know, and the most important evaluation is self-evaluation. It's probably not just true of our football teams. Like all of us, right? Yeah. Every day we get to look in the mirror. But um the... Uh, uh, you know, though the those guys, when they think about the system, systems they have in place and the the draft and those things, and they do a self evaluation, you know, they don't have to look at man. This there's a there's a real failing here. You know, like over the last three or four years, the Patriots and the Belichick regime have drafted horribly, yep. including getting it wrong at quarterback. Whereas the Cowboys, you know, like you don't have these mass failings over here, like clean out that department or clean out the special teams or, you know, and so there, I, I, in some ways, I think I commend Jerry Jones and I don't say that very often, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, commend them for not overreacting, um, to this because, you know, are there some things that they can clean up and, you know, maybe try a different approach to the postseason or whatever, but man, that's uh. You know, it, it, takes some, it takes a little bit of guts to do what they're doing as opposed to sort of being chicken bleep and firing everybody. Yeah, and then you look up and go, crap, we brought in somebody that just doesn't fit the way the guy that's led you to 3 12 seasons. is fair.
0: fair. Uh, we'll get to some more of your thoughts from the Yays Flooring Center chat line. And uh, Rodney Terry wants to speak next. Huh. the
1: podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
0: And you got Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T Three. dot com. On this Thursday, i in for Clint today. And pretty well Clint. with with uh, Jay ovitis The crud. Same thing. (laughs) He's Mike Gustafson. Uh, We'll continue to get to more of your thoughts from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We've covered a lot of territory. Rodney Terry throwing a fit. (laughs) TCU balking on a couple of games for hard to figure out. Of course, Tech Hoops. Cam McCormick getting his ninth year of eligibility. What a world we live in. Uh, other weirdness, uh, do you see DeAndre Ayton? We don't talk just a ton of NBA around here. Do you know who DeAndre Ayton is? I, mean, I know the name. Yeah. yeah, he was a former first overall pick, I believe, and, uh, now with the Suns. No. Okay. Suns. No, he's Blazers now, right? Portland? I'm, I'm looking at you. Kyle. You can tell us. You got a mic over there. Get you. in there, big boy. We oh, trust Tyler? you. Is he Blazers now? I don't even know. Yeah, I believe okay. he is. Okay, so uh, Aiton, he uh, was ruled out of last night's game. Okay, due to icy roads. Oh, in his neighborhood. Really? (laughs) Apparently, someone tried to come get him, and they were unsuccessful. Yeah, it was multiple people. I think it was like people from the community. So this must have been actual, like fairly icy. They were they were trying to clear the road for him. People were trying. (laughs) So uh, in his neighborhood, he was unable to. uh, to make it to the game, so. Well, all right. <laughs> so that was uh, another weird one on the list. Um, back to the chat line. I wish I could fall A backwards into big paying jobs like Cliff Kingsbury does. I don't know if we have a better example of failing upward in sports than Cliff Kingsbury. And I yeah. love the guy. Uh, but truthfully, he gets fired from Texas Tech to go take an OC job for a month at USC, and then head coaching job in the NFL. And, yeah, it's a very, very strange uh, sequence that happened, and he had that job for a while now. He's been at USC for a year, and um, looks like he could be the next offensive coordinator for the Bears. Yep. And you know if they have any sort of success – He's going to be on some lists to be a head coach again. Yeah, no doubt. no doubt. No doubt. like, "Okay, well, we can do it better than Arizona." <laughs> yeah, that's,
2: that's right. We can we can provide the the structure around him or whatever it is to, you know, the g- coordinators on the other side of the ball or whatever. And uh and I'm like, "You, I'm rooting for the dude everywhere he goes." But yeah, it's you know, he he's got a real uh you know, he, he's got a, a genuine reputation as being a, a good offensive mind. And a good and, quarterback uh, coach. Yeah, yeah, no doubt.
0: Uh, Trevor on the chat line says, that game was waiting to happen last night. very anxious to see how they respond. Like that's how most of us Tech fans are. Like, I, I, we talked about it at the, start of the show, talking about it, Gus, but um, my confidence isn't really diminished in this team. Right. Like, taking it on the chin by 23, I mean, it's... It stinks, but it didn't really do anything for my... I didn't... My thoughts going into yesterday's game weren't that, hey, Texas Tech's going to go win a Big 12 championship. That's not where I have them in my, my mind at the moment. Right. Grant McCaslin probably does. He's, sure. He probably believes it. Uh, but right now, I look at Texas Tech somewhere in the 4-7 the to seven range in this league. Somewhere in that, that gooey middle. Sure. Um, so, a loss to one of the top two teams in my mind last night on their home floor. Didn't really do squat. I mean, it stunk. I didn't, I wasn't enjoying it as tech was taking it on the chin, but uh, in terms of panic or anything like that, I expected went into last night thinking you're probably going to lose that game. And I go into Saturday thinking you're probably going to win that game. And none of that changes uh, because of, of you running into a buzzsaw and a really what seemed to be angry team that had just lost two in a row.
2: Yeah they'd probably heard enough of uh coach Sampson you know in film and practice over the (laughs) the week prior and just you got to believe the way that roster's constructed that they're you know they do see themselves as a final four team and that's you know and so the 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 two road losses and the missed opportunities and Proven commodities not playing well, like L.J. Cryer and that, you know, the the level of uh, just getting home, you know, getting back home and fixing things was, uh, you know, somewhat
0: predictable. All right, uh, Kyler, turn it over to you for our play of the day. Jada out high right, looks around, off the screen by Lewis, to her left to Maupin, long three. 423 to play third quarter. As Enrique back to win for three straight away, money. Jada's first three in the 10th of the game for the Lady Raiders, and they lead again by nine, 46-37. Lob inbounds, almost stolen by Dew, but win able to recover. As Jada brings it back out, going to work. Shavers on the wing left. They leave her open, and she makes a pay. 61
1: 49. Our Lady Raiders got their third win in conference play, and they absolutely lit it up from three, making 13.
0: Yeah, I had a uh, coach tell me not too long ago good shooting can uh, cure a lot of things in, in basketball, and that, that felt like that was where it started last mm-hmm. night. Defense was better, it was just a good overall game. Seemed like there was uh, some intensity and need for a win mm-hmm. from the Lady Raiders, and yeah, you could,
2: should... I mean, not not the same thing, but but uh, it's it's akin to what uh, you know Tech dealt with in Houston, you know, a team that had gone sure. on the road and not performed well and sure. weren't happy sure. about it, and I don't know that the aspirations for our Texas Tech women's team this year are the same for as the the probably not Houston but men, but the, the same same point, yeah that that uh, hadn't played well, hadn't played well two times in a row, getting to come back home and, uh, you know, a, l- a little bit of regression to the mean among other things and just, uh, you know, coming out and playing well and every everything is exciting and, and uh, they took it to a 5-0 and team in Big 12 play.
0: Yeah, no question. Um, big win for the Lady Raiders last mm-hmm. night. So, enjoyed that one. Um, one of their best players, can't think of her name, brown i believe uh number 24 held her to two points the whole night she was frustrated in foul trouble the whole night um is just kind of the perfect recipe riley mckinney had five threes i think in the first half yeah and uh yeah it was a it was an impressive night now i think what we've been waiting for on with the lady raiders and i won't speak for everybody but myself really since your last tournament appearance under Curry. Um, it's just for you to turn a corner, and mm-hmm. and uh, you've had you know some singular wins here and there over the last, and you beat Texas. I think it was on right. this day a year ago. You beat Texas. Mm-hmm. who was a highly ranked team last year. Um, but stringing a few together, and right. you're sitting there at three and three, again like the men's conference for the most part, a five hundred. Big 12 records going to get you into the NCAA tournament for the most part. It's not as guaranteed as the men, but you a third of the way through, you're sitting at 500. If they could finish 500, I'd feel good about the chances to uh to find their way into the into the tournament and be huge for coach Gerlich. Yep, and I I think
2: I think um you know, and and we finished the show yesterday and of course we were leading right into the to their game and, yeah. and certainly the men's game an hour later, but we talked about, and and I think you just said it, the, the, you know, maybe the only thing that's missing because the core group of fans are there, but I think the, you know, the, them stringing together, some things yeah. being really good at home in a way that folks want to get out to the gym to see that, you know, like, don't, you don't want to miss it because they can play with anybody at home. Exactly. You know, it, it starts with that. And, and because then I think all of the all of the good things that come with the rabid home crowds and that kind of thing, um, you know, start to build. And so for them, it's stringing some things together, getting to the cusp of the NCAA tournament, getting in, and then, you know, doing it again next year and just growing from there. Because, uh, I mean, it's just what we talked about earlier the fan base is there for them as well they start winning it'd be great for everybody to be flocking to the arena about three times a week absolutely <laughs> I should pick the who who's playing i don't care i'm going
0: we're heading there yeah. yeah keep the thoughts coming in on the yates flooring center chat line we'll talk some nfl weekend coming up next the podcast put together with Red
1: Raider fans in mind this is the tech talk podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction
0: glad to be part of your thursday you listen to tech talk on double t 97.3 and double t 97.3.com choice woodman mike gustafson here in the first united bank studio we're with you till six this evening keep hitting us up whatever thoughts comments questions you got bring those in on the eighth flooring center chat line like this one what are y'all's picks for the nfl games this weekend well, <laughs> um, man, I don't know. I don't want to be all chalky on this. But I know. I want the to
2: be... Chiefs to win. Yeah.
0: Um, you know what? It's,
2: it's hard for me to not take chalk in the other three. It'd be interesting to see the Chiefs go play well at Buffalo after Buffalo's gone to Kansas City so many times over the last three or four years and had pretty good success.
0: All right. So, here, I'll – flip it around and give you a couple of questions first what's your most intriguing matchup what are you most interested in watching is it chiefs because for me it's
2: chiefs and bills yeah
0: Okay, what's the next one?
2: and there the, the other thing I think is that there's a bunch of history like recent history with that yeah with that matchup I'm not I mean yes moms and all those things but
0: never really played in Buffalo yeah in season they, they,
2: and then, you know just all the regular season things all everything that's happened in that deal recently has been drawn up to for them to be in Kansas City um you know Tampa Bay looked pretty good the other day and the lions are lions are, are sort of this uh you know, n- new kids on the block in terms of being really good. Yeah. Um and so that that's a that's a matchup I might not have predicted. I certainly wouldn't have predicted that last summer. Oh, of course. Y- you yeah. know, sitting there thinking these would be two of the final eight teams standing, but uh, you know, like it or not, Baker Mayfield's been pretty good and the Bucks still have a core group of weapons that g- goes back to the Brady thing a couple years ago. Yeah. You know, that Super Bowl and, and their run and uh um but yeah, I you know, pack, I mean, I I don't even know what to think about the Packers because you know they they disintegrated the Cowboys last week, and I don't know I don't know what that means. I mean, d- nobody saw that coming. No, um, yeah, not not to that level. But uh, you know, and the and the Niners have, have been a you know they're they're the one seed. They're the ones with the bye. You know, they're healthy, the whole deal. But. You know, I, I, maybe that Packers team's better than I've wanted to give them credit for, but uh, you know that 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 side of that game is intriguing to me. Um, and then you know, go Texans. But I, you know, the Ravens were awful good this year too. Man, they 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 really were. You know, they're not a one seed that backed into that thing or anything else. They they run around kicking butt and taking names. Yeah. What a year for the Harbaugh family! <laughs> no kidding, and they've already faced each other in a Super Bowl, so it's not like this has never happened before. But yeah, they're right. they're uh you know they've they've got a, a decent opportunity to uh, you know win a national championship in football and win a Super Bowl. It's, and Mark Andrews is back, which that's you know, a big is deal. Yeah, yeah, he's he's been out for a few weeks, and uh, it's looking like he's going to practice and play. And that boy, that that bye week deal. You know, it doesn't huge. really, yeah, it doesn't serve Major League Baseball teams very well, and we're seeing that. But in yeah. that sport, yeah, being able to heal up Especially and not now that get you have beat the, up, the yeah. extra
0: game in the NFL that yes. you didn't have before, yeah, baseball, we're seeing, and I'm wondering if we go away from it in baseball, if we see see that kind of uh, change somehow. Right. Um, but you, baseball players are creatures of habit and used to playing basically every single day, so it's almost throws you off um the the two matchups on Saturday are both nine to nine and a half ten point lines wow so the on paper they're not that great um so even if we weren't all about Patrick Mahome's round here the Chiefs Bill's game is the most intriguing as far as narrowest line bills are a three-point favorite currently so what you know since it feels fairly chalky what what is the best chance for upset outside the Chiefs beating the Bills?
2: Um, uh, I don't know how strongly I feel about it, but <laughs> I might go. I might go Buccaneers just because, just because uh, you know. I, I mean, I, as good as the Lions are, and as good as they've been, and as exuberant as that place is, you know, that's a uh, a younger group that hadn't done this before and you know that, that they could be in in that mode of a team that maybe a, a year away and I, and I'm saying this is all a maybe I'm you know I'm trying to create a narrative around it to justify it but sometimes those teams try to do too much yeah you know and and uh just not get you know just not find the flow and the confidence and all that and and uh you know, we'll see but uh stinking Mayfield he was good this year no doubt <laughs> stinking Mayfield he was good this year
0: you know I think that's probably the the smartest answer for an upset is that they play like they did last week and because Detroit snuck by I mean they they edged LA at home I do think there is some chance I I don't know Green Bay San Francisco feels almost impossible to me as as well as I saw Green Bay play offensively last week. I just, it still feels like that's almost an impossibility. But Houston, Baltimore, maybe I'm stupid here, but I still need to see more from Lamar Jackson in the postseason. Yeah. He hadn't done it in the postseason. It's kind of like Josh Allen in the postseason. Yeah, it's true. I need to see more from him. So, kind of mistake prone. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, sure. And CJ Stroud, the Texans are hot right now. I uh, mean, they put up 45 points against the Browns last week, um, so I could see that happening more likely than Green Bay, San Francisco. Be a I obviously, cool story. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, predict either in those situations. I do think the only upset I'd predict is is the Chiefs, and part of it is Dan Orlovsky, who's just on our TV just mm-hmm, a second mm-hmm. ago. I know they're hot take artists, and they want me to bite. <laughs> they being daytime ESPN hosts, and I do. I do, I bit today. Dan put out a uh, scariest quarterbacks remaining top five in the in the postseason. He puts number one Lamar Jackson. Okay, fair. I mean MVP caliber season. Fine. Josh Allen two. He has Patrick Mahomes at three, Baker Mayfield four, and Jordan Love five. If this was a uh if this was a scariest offense, I think it's fine to not have Patrick Mahomes one or two. Because they have struggled on offense. There's right. been a lot of Harrison Butker. If this was <laughs> if this was I don't know. But scariest quarterback, you're gonna tell me that the uh the guy with two rings, right? Two MVP titles. Uh, been to the AFC Championship over and over for the last four years. That that's not the scariest quarterback man. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I mean, he's he's the best quarterback right. in the world right now. And yeah, I don't know. They're hot take artists, but uh, yeah, he's uh, he had me bite.
2: Just uh, yeah, I haven't done it. You know. Led come from behind win last year in the Super Bowl and yeah, yeah no doubt I mean yeah it's almost like he should be taken off of the graph like okay we know Mahomes is you know the the closest thing we've got to what Brady was in terms of just finding a way finding a way finding a way but it's, so the next five most scary yeah know, but
0: yeah uh someone says let's go 49ers, don't count out Purdy
2: yeah I I'm. I mean, I agree there, there's an intriguing aspect to that just in terms of the guy being the last player taking the draft, leading the team to the Super Bowl, leading the team to a Super Bowl win would be pretty dang cool just because it, I mean, it speaks to what we've talked about on the show for two years, just the, um, you know, the the industry, yeah. the football industry has missed and has, you know, gets gets a guy like Brady in the sixth round and, uh you know, and, and drafts and, you know, either, either you get credit for finding him or developing him, however you want to do it, probably a little bit of both. Same thing with Purdy. Anybody could have had that guy exactly. and you could have had him for a song because of how lady was drafted and how often the industry misses on dudes that are yeah. 10, 20, $30 million guys, you know, Mac Jones being a, a key guy, um, uh, you know, most notably that it feels like the end is near for him. I'm not saying he won't be a backup for five more years, but it sure. feels like you know, and just that that the industry has gets that wrong as often as they do with all of the information they have these days. It's just a hard thing to predict, and it's cool to see it go the other direction. It's not just high picks failing, but it's also a guy that Mister Irrelevant being wildly successful. Exactly.
0: Coming up next, we'll uh, tell you what's going on. It is. Tech Talk on Double T-97.3. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk
1: podcast from Double T-97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
0: It is the juice part of Tech Talk on Double T-97.3 and Double T-97.3.com. Choice Woodman, Mike Gustafson, yours here in the First United Bank studio. Got some headlines for you this Tuesday. Nope, that's Thursday. Scared myself a little. Thursday, January the 18th. Uh, if you missed it last night, Red Raiders lose to Houston, 77 to 54. The number 25 Texas Tech basketball team went on the road and dropped it to the number five team in the country, and they looked like the number five team. And then some, uh, Houston rolls to a victory. Shed leads the way. Jamal Shed with 29 points and 10 assists, a double double for. Their point man and he looked like the yeah, he was, player of the year type of yeah, stuff. He did. Night. He was
2: he was red hot, man. Yeah. I mean, he he had it going on. He and that's a guy that came into the game, what, averaging ten points a game or whatever. And good player, but not dumping twenty nine on not people. That, but yeah. yeah. he was he was uh he had it going on.
0: You can hear from the head ball coach uh himself, Red Raider basketball with Grant McCaslin coming up at six o'clock when we're done here. With Tech Talk, you can find it on Double T 97.3 as uh, Coach McCaslin will talk about that game as well as what the Red Raiders have coming up on Saturday, and that is BYU, number 20 BYU coming to town. Uh, of course, that game on Double T 97.3 as well. Lady Raiders win 71-63 last night as they pick up their third Big 12 win of the season. This one, the first against a ranked opponent as Iowa State was number 24 Coming in and, uh, as you mentioned, 5-0 and in Big 12 play. So that's a big win to hand them their first loss of the conference season. Uh, all three Texas teams off tonight after taking losses last night. Spurs, not Spurs, the Stars, <laughs> there we are, play the uh, Flyers coming up at 6 o'clock from Philly. Um, Texas Tech softball. As Kaylee Wyckoff, that uh, has picked up several honors prior to the season, she was on D1Softball.com's Top 100 Players in College Softball list. Comes in at number 88, which is the uh, ninth highest catcher on the list, but 88 in the country. She was the uh, Big 12 Freshman of the Year last year and uh, has been named to a the All-Big 12 preseason team as well, in Texas Tech Softball we'll get the season underway even closer than baseball february 9th in Tallahassee as they play the opener against Florida A&M they're in a tournament at Florida State
2: and and you might say that Florida State is one of the most prominent softball programs in the country and that I would uh, say
0: it's one of the top
2: yeah 5 easily you bet so that's a uh that's where of course that's where he came from yeah, yeah coach
0: yeah, he, he came from there, so um, and of course, they're fresh off the number two recruiting class in the country. Amazing. It's, it's time to start expecting big things for softball. I don't know if we're still a year out, uh, but but definitely should make an impact at least somewhat this season, maybe with a, a younger team. And I think that's it. You two can join us. The thoughts, the comments, the questions, all of it. Welcome on the Yates Flooring Center chat line through the... Double T 97.3 mobile app and at double T 97.3.com. Uh, oh, did forget the Texas tech has Vincente Marzilio, who is currently yes. playing in the Latin American championship he is at uh, one over par through the first round, which is right there among the leaderboard. I think he's two shots off the lead. Currently the winner of the Latin American am, uh, will get to playing the masters. That's how, Matias Dominguez uh, got in, so you get the master and ex- masters exemptions to the Open, the U.S. Open, as well. So you get to play in the majors if you if you win this one, it's a big deal. All right, keep hitting us up the uh, thoughts, the comments, the questions, all of it. Welcome on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, also, you can call this newsworthy. Texas Rangers just uh, released their yes. Their uh, promotion schedule today. Anybody's, you know, trying to go to the game based off of what they're giving away. They've got uh, an Evan Carter ALCS catch bobblehead that'll be on April eighth against none other than the Astros, of course. Love that. There's, uh, they're giving away World Series replica trophies on April tenth. That'd be kind of cool to have yeah, a mini yeah. World Series Commissioner's Trophy. Um, there's a Corey Seager World Series MVP MVP bobblehead on April
2: 24th. Yeah, keep going, though. That's not the one you want. Oh, no, no. You're saving the best for last. Oh, I know I'm, what I'm you're just, doing. I'm just
0: rolling through. There's, keep working there. There's several replica <laughs> jerseys. They're, they're giving away like three or four different replica rings, World Series replica rings. Wouldn't you like to have that? Yeah. Man, that'd be a pretty cool. Absolutely little thing they're giving those away uh so like each one has players names on it simian or Seeger or, or whatever but uh the big one for folks around here will come on july the third and go spend fourth of july in in the metroplex josh young replica postseason jersey so it has the i think it has the little world series patch on the replica jersey there and a stellar hot dog night that day you're talking. I seriously may end up going to rolling the right into July 4th yeah. Hot dog. Uh, yeah I may sure. take off yep that day the day after and spend... <laughs> I think July
2: 4th this year on a Thursday is that right so that'd be a Wednesday July 3rd. yeah so
0: I'd take off on Wednesday and
2: yeah, bolt for, bolt at lunch maybe
0: yeah bolt at lunch yeah go to the go to the ballpark go to the game fatten get, up on some, on some hot that, dogs fatten up on some hot dogs go to the uh, Thursday spend that and then Take off yep. Friday from work. Yeah, we can do that. Yep. We can do that. Josh Young jerseys for the kids. Heck, yeah. So pretty cool stuff. Uh, they get all sorts of bobbleheads and and fun stuff. But um, the Josh Young won the uh, highlight for a lot of you bet. Red Raider fans. Cool to see that there. All right, keep hitting us up. Uh, so the Cowboys give Mike McCarthy the vote of confidence. The old dreaded vote of confidence for some. <laughs> you know, you, you mentioned earlier, I don't I don't guess I have a problem with it. I, I was definitely in the fire McCarthy camp and it's purely because of postseason runs. Sure. It's it's the last three years you have had disappointing postseason exits. Three years ago, you lose to a San Francisco team that you weren't supposed to lose to. Right. Last year you lose to a San Francisco team that you were really were supposed to lose to, but Cowboys were on par with for the most point at that point. And this year you lose to an absolutely lesser Packers team. Oh yeah. Based off of resumes.
2: And the Cowboys just a tick out of the buy and home field and yeah. all that stuff. I you mean that's that's a, and they were so good at home.
0: You're two seed and you lose at home for the first time all year. Yeah. And that that's what's so frustrating is is that Mike McCarthy has to me the reason I was in the fire McCarthy camp is and I'm not a big fire this guy fire no, this I, know guy. What you mean. I don't I'm sure. I'm not I don't like to call for guys jobs but I feel like we've seen everything from McCarthy that we're going to see Well and the tough part, the part about, about it is, is it.
2: yeah the tough part about it is just how difficult it is to be as good as they've been the last 3 years it's right. like that you know the weight of it the you know the the weight of it, and just the the odds of them being another, you know, twelve win type team. It you know not great, but well, yeah, you, you know they're
0: not allowed to win the uh, NFC East championship or the NFC East title next year because then that would break the streak of what are we at eighteen years in a row now, where there haven't been back to back champions. In is the that NFC right? East, All yeah, right. it's one of the craziest stats running in sports right now. You haven't had a back to back champion since. Uh, I think Philly did it in like oh three oh four. Haven't had the same team win two years in a row in the NFC East. That is freaking nuts that you haven't had a team be able to string it together two times in a row. Um, one of the craziest stats you'll find in sports. But
2: if if you were addressing a need for them, like a draft need, just your your preference. Um, who who you got? I mean, what what's your what's your position? I'm not saying Joe Blow from. Yeah. Akron. I'm not saying that, but like, what's your what's your area of concern?
0: Yeah, I I think if you can go get a, a worthy first round linebacker, that's well, what I, I was no, going to say. Well, I feel like you, you need linebacker help
2: immediately. You, where let's save that for the yeah. Yes, yeah. come back with that when talk right, about what, that. What's what your what your Cowboys take on the season? Cowboys are, what their needs are. We can even talk a little bit of some of the guys that they've got on the free agency list. Yeah, there's but, quite a few. Yeah, right Yeah, sure.
0: We'll dabble in that uh, coming up. Some more of your thoughts from the Exploring Center chat line. 20 minutes out from Ask Tech Talk. So, if you want to get your questions in now, you can do so there on the Exploring Center chat line. It is Tech Talk on Double T97.3. This
1: has been the Tech Talk Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T97.3 podcasts at Double T97.3.com.